there we go. All right, so something, uh, obviously for Sunday of Advent, the theme is, is uh, stay awake. And this second reading uh, always jumps out at me, uh, St. Paul to the Romans. And it's got this, uh, this quotation here, uh, which is instrumental in the conversion of St. Augustine. St. Augustine was a pretty rough character and was doing a lot of wrong things and living a life of debauchery and life of the flesh and just searching. And his searching brought him into a lot of uh, interesting spots. And he was one day he was really sick of it all, tired, exhausted from his search and not enjoying this licentious life that he was living and he heard this voice from outside his window, sound like a child, saying, pick up and read, pick up and read. And so he saw the Bible sitting there, his mother's Bible, uh, St. Monica, and he picked it up and he opened it up and he put his finger and he put it right on this passage that we read today. And he, and he read, uh, and this is what he quoted in his uh, biogra- autobiography, The Confessions, he quoted this whole scene where he wrote about it but quoted the scripture, let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly, not in orgies, drunkenness, promiscuity, lust, rivalry, jealousy. Put on Christ. Make no provisions for the desires of the flesh. Now, he read that and it just, he was maybe in that perfect spot of openness. His defenses were down and it just tore into him and he just began to weep. And that was the beginning of his, his conversion, Augustine. Now, I would wonder, like in our culture today, if somebody were to come up to us and say, hey, you know, put on Christ and knock this stuff off. You know, stop the orgies and the drunkenness and the promiscuity, the lust, and stop, stop doing what you're doing. And, and we live in such a, a culture of, like, this bubble of self-affirmation. We don't, we don't want anybody telling us what to do and we don't want people criticizing us or judging us and, you know, toler- tolerance is like the eighth sacrament and all this kind of stuff. We've got to put up with it. And, you know, it's this whole idea that I get to decide myself what I, what's, what I want to do and I get to decide what's right and wrong. I get to decide what is my own truth. Well, there's only one truth, otherwise it wouldn't be truth. You know, but we live in a world where everybody's got their own truth, which means that there's however many people in the world, eight billion, whatever, that's how many moral systems we have. Well, that doesn't work. We all bump into each other and we yell and scream and get mad and do crazy stuff to each other because your truth isn't my truth and your truth is bumping into my truth and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work. So it's been on my mind. And as we start Advent, what's... What's going to be the thing that we're going to do? What's the little voice that's listening to, that's calling to us, our conscience, saying, pick up and read? Or pay attention and listen to what the Lord's telling you? Or that person who's been nagging you about something and telling you to get your life together, start listening to them. Stop pretending like you, you know, you're the best thing in the whole world, because we're not. We're not. And we're here to to engage the life of grace, the life of Christ, to become what we're supposed to be, which is Christ. And are we Christ? Are we, are we fully engaged in that, in that life? Yeah. So, you know, be awake. Uh, that's what we're supposed to be. Not woke. 
All right, not woke, but awake. How many of you are woke? Stop it. <laughs> woke is not good, all right? Because woke is me pushing away anything that in- interferes with my vision of myself and in my own truth. And, you know, to, to be woke means that I am not going to challenge anybody and I'm not going to let anybody challenge me. And if there's something out there that challenges this I, I, this little bubble of self-affirmation, I'm going to go after it and I'm going I'm to criticize that. I'm not going to let anybody get in the way of what I want. That's woke. That's the whole woke culture. And it isn't good. Because the woke culture pushes against <laughs> scripture, the moral life, the church, the sacraments. It pushes against marriage. It pushes against uh, traditional marriage. It pushes against gender. It pushes, it pushes against uh, you know, uh, uh, a balanced and fruitful political life. It, it, the woke creates division. Being awake creates unity. Let me explain it this way. Uh, last few weeks, prior to the break, I've been teaching the eighth graders, I teach eighth grade religion on Tuesdays, and to both, to the, both classes, and we've been talking about freedom. Now, again, I mentioned this last week in my 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, my 9.30 and 11 down at Crane Road, so if you're at that, I'm just going to briefly mention it again because it's something I want to carry through through Advent, this whole idea of freedom. And I've explained to the kids there are two, two types of freedom. Freedom of indifference and freedom of excellence. Freedom of indifference is I am indifferent to anything external moral truth. I get to make it up myself. Nobody's the boss of me and nobody's going to tell me what to do. That's freedom of indifference. That's the world culture. Right. Now the awake culture is freedom of excellence. It is me not doing what I want. It is me doing what I ought. Freedom of excellence is is me engaging the life of Christ, the armor of light, which is truth, which is Christ. Put on Christ and live that out. Yes, it is hard. Yes, it means sacrifice. Yes, it means this. But it's the life of the virtues. And the more we practice it, the more it becomes who we are. So it isn't Anybody telling us what to do? Nobody's the boss of me. I have just become the virtuous life. I have become Christ. And it's Christ alive in me, so it's no longer a burden. It's, it's like breathing. It's something I do with ease. Yeah. And here's the irony. This is, this is the crazy thing. We think, you know, that nobody's the boss of me. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. That freedom of indifference, the woke culture means I'm free because I get to do what I want. But rather, I become a slave to orgies, drunkenness, promiscuity, lust, rivalry, uh, the, the, the desires of the flesh. I become a slave to that, which is not freedom. It's slavery. It's a misery. But we think we're free, but we're not. And, they, and on the other hand, this uh, freedom of excellence, which is, which is the life of grace, the objective truth of Jesus Christ, coming to us and challenging us to live that life, doing what I, not what I want, but what I ought, and we think that's, that should be a slavery. But brothers and sisters, it isn't. 
it becomes a freedom because the more I practice the virtue, the more the virtue becomes something I do with ease. It becomes a part of me. It's like breathing. It is who I am because there's Christ alive in me. One we think is freedom becomes slavery. One we think is a slavery is ultimate freedom because it's a life of grace. It's a life of Christ. Isn't it interesting? Be woke, be awake. Choose. It's Advent. That little voice is calling. Pick up and read. Listen to Christ. Do what he says. Live his life. Live the life of the virtues. Do it with ease. The freedom of excellence beckons us all. Because, as it says, as in the days of Noah, so it will be for us. There will come a time when we will be held to account for what we did in the body. Freedom of indifference. Freedom of excellence. One on the housetop, or two on the housetop, one will be taken, one will be left. Two in the bed, one will be taken, one will be left. Two in the field, one will be taken, one will be left. What does that mean? Not all of us are going to get to heaven. That's what that means. It's Advent. Don't be offended by the challenge to stay awake. Don't be woke because I ask you to be awake. You know? This is the time for us to put on the armor of light. This is the time for us to cast off the deeds of darkness. This is the time for us to stop being offended by people who tell us the truth and challenge us to live like Christ. Here, somebody wrote me an email yesterday. All right? I, get, I get a lot of emails. And, and, and some, are, uh, some are a challenge. It's like, oh, I got, you know, and, but there's always truth. Got to listen. But this one was actually uh, perfect uh, for today. Where is it? There it is. Um, Padre Pio wrote a, wrote a prayer, and I'm going to share it with you this morning. He thinks it's okay, so we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> here we go. So I just want you to just kind of, because the idea of this prayer is to open our hearts to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to convict us in our woundedness, and through that conviction, invite the Lord in to heal us, because he will not come unless we invite, and then cooperate with that grace of healing in our lives to become more like Christ every single day. So, do you want to be awake or do you want to be woke? Right now, I'm going to pray that all of us open our heart to stay awake and to let the Lord in. You ready? Close your eyes and pray. Okay, here we go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for sending your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to the world to save and to set us free. I trust in your power and grace that sustain and restore me. Loving Father, touch me now with your healing hands, for I believe that your will is for me to be well in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Cover me with the most precious blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Cast anything that should not be in me out. Root out any unhealthy and abnormal things. Open up anything blocked in me and rebuild and replenish any areas of woundedness in me. Remove any wound, cleanse any infection by the power of Jesus' precious blood. Let the fire of your healing love pass through my entire body to heal and make new any, any wounded place so that my body will function the way you created it to be. 
Touch also my mind, my emotion, even the deepest recesses of my heart. Saturate my entire being with your presence, your love, your joy, your peace, your mercy, and draw me ever closer to you every moment of my life. And Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Empower me to do your work so that my life will bring glory and honor to your holy name. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen.